said Sands. Stick an apple on her head and you'd never see it again. True enough, I suppose. Who shot the bolt? I demanded, and astonishingly, no one could remember. I sighed and closed the book. The only reason we weren't shut down years ago by the health and safety executive is that we only have to file official paperwork if someone is actually carted off to hospital. Since we have our own very well-equipped sick bay, we're able to keep most things in-house. Although if anyone ever checks up on exactly how we manage to get through two accident books a month, we're in serious trouble. So what really happened? I said, putting the book away so they knew we were off the record. He moved, said Bashford indignantly. I did not, said Markham even more indignantly. For the love of God, I was only ten feet in front of you. I couldn't possibly have missed. You moved. You couldn't hit a bloody barn door, replied Markham with spirit. I told you we should have used a pumpkin. I inquired exactly what the damage was. Lost the top of my left ear, he said proudly. I look like Spock, not the baby guy, the other one. Actually, said Lingos, whose fault all this probably was, we should do the other one as well, so he's balanced. It'll take a lot more than snipping his ear to balance Markham, said Bashford, who obviously hadn't forgiven him for the slur on his marksmanship. You don't think it spoiled my looks, do you? said Markham anxiously. No, he said, nothing could. He brightened. Thank you. I don't think that was quite what Bashford had meant, but at that moment Hunter appeared with a tray of instruments and a determined expression, and we all found good reasons to be somewhere else. I had an excellent reason for being somewhere else. Dr. Bairstow wished to see me. I suspected he was about to make a spirited attempt to reduce Markham's salary on the grounds that he was paying full whack for someone with two good ears, and suddenly he had a security guard with only one and three quarters. As I said, my name is Maxwell, and I'm Chief Operations Officer here at St Mary's, or the Institute of Historical Research at St Mary's Priory, to give us our full title. We observe and document major historical events in contemporary time. Calling it time travel incurs Dr Bairstow's displeasure, and you really don't want to do that, which was why, as I trotted towards his office, I spent the time deleting some facts and rearranging others, so that I could present him with a coherent and, above all, very nearly accurate account of the events that had led Markham to shed yet another body part. I handed Mrs Partridge the accident book, and she waved me through to his office. Good morning, sir. Dr Maxwell, please sit. I complied, eyeing the two mission folders on his desk. This looked interesting. He never wasted time asking me how I was feeling, which I always appreciated. There was no point. I had significantly failed to suffer morning sickness, swollen ankles, cravings for bizarre combinations of food, or any of the symptoms typical of your gravid female. Occasionally I suffered a little absent-mindedness. Twice Leon, my husband, had found his beer under the bathroom washbasin and the toilet cleaner in the fridge, and if he wanted to put that down to baby brain, that was fine with me. Two assignments, both from the usual source. He was referring to the University of Thirsk, our employers, or so they like to think. So, what have we got, sir? The first is to observe the coronation of George IV. OK, I said, mentally assigning that one to someone else, anyone else. And the other is... He paused dramatically, because if he does have a weakness, it's to be a bit of a showman.
Arminius. I was enthusiastic. Herman the German? Cool. He leaned back. Yes, but not for you. I'd like you to give Arminius to Mr. Clark. What? But why? He raised an eyebrow. I'm pregnant, sir, I said indignantly. Not diseased, or incapable, or deficient. He raised the other eyebrow, effortlessly indicating that for me it was possible to be all four simultaneously. That was the deal, Dr. Maxwell, no hazardous jumps. If you decline the coronation, I can always send Miss Sykes. She needs the experience. So George the Fourth or nothing at all? How quickly you grasp my meaning. Being pregnant has given me superpowers, sir, which you could use to the advantage of St. Mary's by sending me to the Teutoburg Forest and Mr. Clark to Westminster Abbey. I don't think you will find this assignment to be lacking in excitement.